0: This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army Draft Dodgers. My name is Scott Malone. With me, as always, is my co-host, Christopher Cook. Hi, Scott. Hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. Awesome. Yeah. What's...
1: I'm, I'm a little tired, but I'm, I'm happy to be back That's t- right, you're... talking about KISS.
0: Exactly. <laughs> because you're a working man now. Yeah, I am. You uh, did it.
1: Uh, people who listen to the show, you'll be very happy to know I'm no longer on unemployment. A bum. Yeah. I'm no longer sucking off the government teat. Well, let's... except I am in a different way. I uh, my summer <laughs> job is working for the city of Edmonton, so uh, I'm sucking in a different way.
0: Yeah, How... I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. You've got it's Kush for you. Oh yeah, I'm. A... I'm a unionized parks employee. Yeah. It's great. And I uh, don't and I don't mean cush. just because tomorrow is 420 when oh, we're recording this. Oh bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that I know that you're excited about yeah, it. Yeah man, gotta got to get this noochie moochies. Got any uh got any fun 420 stories?
1: Uh No, you know like 420 has always been like this funny weird thing. Like I've been a pretty pretty uh like habitual pot smoker for a long time, and like the the celebration of
0: four twenty has never. It's it's a little silly. Yeah, it's kind of like Saint Patrick's Day yeah. for pot. Absolutely, yeah, th- th- totally. Yeah, yeah. I do have one. I'm I'm no longer a pot smoker, but I I I like to toke a little kind bud back in my my high school <laughs> days. Um, as I never said back then, <laughs> and feel ashamed of right now. And electric um, lettuce. So, I went to high school in uh, in Red Deer, you know, about an hour and a half away from Edmonton. And every four twenty, um, every asshole that smoked pot, or at least the youth, uh, would um, gather on st- city hall grounds mm-hmm. um, and smoke up. You know, and it's like there's, there's enough of us, man. They can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um but, so I decided to go, but I, I I didn't smoke any pot for but I did um smoke a cigarette for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There was someone, you know, gave me a cigarette. Also don't smoke. Um but the funny thing is that at the time and still currently my mom <laughs> works at city hall and she happened to literally be looking down with her co-workers as they looked down the, from her, her the third story window to see me grab what looked to be a joint and then proceed to smoke it and you were 16 <laughs> at the time yeah 16 oh, 17 <laughs> yeah. so i had to
1: did it not like dawn on you that you were going to your mother's place of employment <laughs> no it's <was> an idiot <laughs>
0: So then I had to give the lame story that, no, mom, actually, I wasn't smoking pot. I was smoking cigarettes. You know, well, that's even worse. <laughs> that's how my mother sounds, apparently. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was the end of the 420 hijinks for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like the closest I have to like a dumb story about it. It's like yeah. in high school when we would we would smoke pot and then go when I would go home, I'd be so scared of stinking like it we would just spray ourselves with febreze so then <laughs> right. we would just like stink like febreze
0: and pot exactly yeah because you're not getting rid of the <laughs> no, pot smell. It's, it's like every asshole that yes yeah, yeah smells like pot you know and it's like well grab the axe body spray yeah you know like you just smell like pot and even worse
1: <laughs> yeah uh but um this is again this is gonna timestamp our episode,
0: but uh happy four twenty, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe out there, man. That's right. Yes, happy four twenty to all. So, um, what was the last time we saw each other? I think uh, you came over for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. What did you think of Mania this I, year?
1: It was fucking great. Yeah. I, like I didn't, I didn't get to see all of it, unfortunately,
0: but it was so long. Like, like I, I was watching it from the beginning. If you included the pre-show, it was seriously about seven hours. Oh my god. So, like, I did. I missed the last three matches. I had, I watched them the next day. Like, luckily, like because of the network, he was able to do that. <laughs> but it's just like you're asking a lot of people. That's insane. Same. Like a seven-hour show. Can you imagine like being at that show for seven hours? Yeah. And and of course, it meant that the main event of Reigns and Brock Lesnar, people shit on it from the beginning. Well, like, yeah. It was like, like, like like a they're they're already like uh, predisposed to shit on it, and B you've kept us waiting for seven hours for this shit show. <laughs> like and this is how you're gonna close what well, was otherwise a really good main event. But
1: it was super entertaining. Like the yeah. like the Ronda Rousey. that was the best match of the night introduction into the WWE. she was
0: amazing i I couldn't i couldn't believe it like Uh like the psychology they did in that match yeah we
1: could almost be doing like a parallel podcast about wrestling about wrestling i know (laughs) because i'm
0: (laughs) because i'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan yeah well i know i've I've flirted with that becoming a segment like what's what's the the update on on wrestling maybe maybe we should maybe we should check in with your fandom here here and there
1: oh we'll see
0: okay okay (laughs) Speaking of checking in, mm. how are your credits doing here on IMDb?
1: Uh, great. I, I was informed this week uh, by a, a friend. Who,
0: oh, some, some uh, news.
1: Oh. Uh, some news about it. Uh, she texted me to say, hey, you need to update your pictures on IMDb. Because <laughs> it was a, a headshot from about eight years ago that's up there. Um, proving once again that I I really need to maybe look at it from time to time. Okay. We mentioned on the first episode, I literally haven't checked to see what my star rating is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> guess what? It hasn't changed. Nothing has happened. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Uh, uh, I am playing, uh, I have a commercial that's playing before movies right now. Hey. Yeah. It's uh, Beware the Glare. It's a public service
0: commercial from the city of Edmonton. And what is this regarding? It's
1: about glare, like bright glare while you're driving.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like,
1: it's a pretty stupid campaign. <laughs>
0: I mean that is stupid, but that is like a real problem. Like there, there have been times that I've been like driving on oh, Ye- Yellowhead where it's like I can't see uh-huh. anything right Though now. Though
1: it was, it was pretty cool. Though wait, so, sorry, I shouldn't say pretty cool because I went to a movie by myself. So oh, that <laughs> is that commer- is cool. And the commercial played, <laughs> and I went, "Hey!" out loud, and then I looked, and it's I'm. Like you see the side of my face, so there's like, unless you knew me, you wouldn't know that I was in it. And I looked around thinking that like people would be
0: like, "Oh my God, it's the guy!" Like, yeah, but no, like, no, expecting nobody... like autographs, like as you're like leaving the theater. Not
1: that, like, I thought maybe like my reaction, but no, I was the weirdo who sat by himself. And when a glare commercial came up, he went, "Hey," <laughs> uh, well, as I'll... if I'm like, "Hey, I get glare in my
0: eyes too." I really this this, this... what this guy's saying really makes sense to me. Yeah. That's um, that's that's fantastic. That doesn't go
1: up on IMDb though, so I'm kind of straying away from our topic.
0: I guess. Well, th- there's no real topic. I know. Um, I guess I <laughs> forgot to mention it because, uh, as has been established before, we are fuckups. Um, our social media. Oh, yeah. where you We can reach. Oh, us. Oh, we're supposed to do that right off the top. <laughs> I literally have. It, yeah. <laughs> um, if if you've got any questions, concerns, comments, or anything, you can reach us on Twitter at Detroit Talk City Pod or De- or Detroit Talk City. At Detroit Talk City. It's the email address that is Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I sure hope that wasn't confusing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go over it again at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, anything else that's been going on? Have you been watching the playoffs?
1: Um, I have somewhat. The NHL yeah, playoffs. NHL playoffs. We are people, in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I have not been watching the NBA playoffs. Um, but I I have been somewhat. Yeah. I'm I feel bad for your Beloved flyers! On so the night we're recording this is the oh god! Is they, the, is, ugh, yeah? I, we don't have to get into no,
0: it. no 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 no. It's fine. I mean, it's just, it's the bane of my existence right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like just another like a five nothing ass kicking last night. Like when it when it got to four nothing, I was like, well, okay, I shut it off. Like this like this just sucks That's, to I watch. Was, I was
1: I messed up what time it started, so I started it, and when I turned the game on, it was already four nothing.
0: Yeah, like. Ugh. It, every bounce is going pittsburgh's way and pittsburgh is just the better team right now mm-hmm. like it's just they're just being outclassed the goaltending woof i i don't even know what to yeah, say i mean yeah it's
1: it's smith right no 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 it's um, um smith is calgary's goalie right now it's L- elliot elliot
0: yeah yeah no Neu- Neuworth is gonna get the start tomorrow <laughs> i'm i'm yeah. i'm betting on it um you know, you never know. That's why. That's why the series are seven games, but it's been the three losses uh, to the Flyer or that the Flyers have lost. Wow, yeah, <laughs> they, I, they have been doozies. I'm all taking three of them.
1: A lot of solace in the fact that Anaheim got swept. Because as a as a huge Edmonton Oilers fan, mm-hmm. it makes me very happy that the Oilers won just as many playoff games as Anaheim did this yeah. year. They got swept fuck anaheim what fuck anaheim. <laughs> i said uh today i said i said fuck every team named after birds in the nhl
0: oh exactly yeah you i but so things that fly that's okay they just can't be birds yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to make that clear mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i've been it, it's been hard for me to muster the luster to uh how about MLB?
1: Right You've been Jays are having a great start of their season.
0: Yeah, I've been. I haven't watched a single second, but you know, I you know, <laughs> a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. we're
1: showing our showing our country a lot here. We only watch hockey, yeah. hockey
0: and wrestling, hockey and wrestling. Yeah, Re- <laughs> real sports like professional wrestling. <laughs> um, by the way, this is the podcast about Kiss. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why, don't we, uh, why don't we take a break and we'll uh, do just that. We're going to be talking about KISS's first album, the self-titled studio album KISS. We'll be right back. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. All right, let's uh, let's talk some Kiss, buddy boy. Yeah, specifically first album Kiss. Kiss. Now, self-titled album. Now, this very obviously is going to be a different episode than the previous three, mm-hmm. and that's for one pretty obvious fact: the music is just so much better. Like,
1: <laughs> like when start when I went, listened to this album the first time for this for this episode, I turned out on. I was like. Oh my god, this is like as soon as you
0: turn it on yeah. and I might as well like like, yeah. like like let's just have a listen to this right like now. Like this by far by far my favorite song off of the album. Well, yeah, I like, like the... I've always known this to be like my favorite kiss song. Um I first fell in love with it actually um in the movie Detroit Rock City. Um I'm pretty sure Edward Furlong does like a strip tease <laughs> to oh, right. it. Right. Do you remember that? it's it's, yeah. it's Strutter that he mm-hmm. does it. Oh, that's Um sweet. but yeah, it's just like this is like perfect rock music you know yeah it kicks ass it's sexy it's fun you know like the lyrics aren't like they're not embarrassing
1: <laughs> yeah they're not yeah um, but yeah this song is just like
0: I don't know what more to really say about it like this is like, like this fan- like fantastic verse like, already and then like, let's, let's go in for the chorus The production, and I think the production in general on this album, I really like. Like, I am a sucker for this kind of production. Mm -hmm. I've actually heard that there are fans, or maybe it was critics, I'm not not really sure, but that they, people don't like the production on this album. Like, they think it's, like, not dynamic enough. And I just couldn't disagree with that anymore, you know? Yeah, I think, I guess I'd have to hear
1: their argument behind it, because it's, like, it sounds great. Yeah. Like the album
0: is just it's yeah. For the, uh, yeah. Like, like for the most part, oh, but by the way, um, I, I kind of wanted to to touch on it last week when you, um, when you brought up Danko Jones, mm-hmm. Strutter is where Danko Jones comes from. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that is so Danko, you know, oh, yeah. like, like basically go listen to, um, active volcanoes by Danko Jones, everybody. And mm-hmm. you will uh, you'll, you'll see what I mean. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I just,
1: it really blew me away. The first time I listened to, the, to it, like, I was I was surprised by how much I liked so many of the songs, but I, I listened to it while I was working out, and it was great. It just, like, it kept me energized. And it kept
0: me going. Almost every song is a banger, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and I know for a fact that Kiss, like, several of these songs remained, like, staples in, in their live show for, for years and years. Um, oh yeah, I guess getting back to the production thing, I think a lot of people consider this the the versions on the album kind of flat because they way prefer the versions on a live the which mm-hmm. you know was is marketed as a and released as a live album it was actually recorded in the studio with crowd noise, but we'll get to that when we do. <laughs> when we when, when when we do a live um, i don't know whose idea that was <laughs> it, it worked <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's i was the one that really blew blew them up um so um what are what were some ones that uh um, that stuck out to you
1: um on on it um firehouse oh, i think sure. that one that one jams nice. i just really liked it yeah um black diamond that closes the album i really like it has the weird like, slowed down that, that, downward that, progression that, that finishes off the album. The like, outro, yeah, yeah. It,
0: it could have done without that, but like huh. it's still the song. I it, really like it's it it it's it's a great song. Um, I actually have a bit of a history with 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 this song. Um, in that I'm actually wearing it right now on my favorite replacements album, Let It Be. The Replacements cover Black Diamond. And that was something that I had trouble reconciling with for years, where it was like, because I, I hated Kiss. Mm-hmm. The Replacements are a really important band to me, meant, mean the world to me. Like I flew to Seattle to see them a few years ago. But it was like, why is a dumb Kiss song in the middle of this, you know, emotional, just amazing uh, when album? Did, when
1: did they record that album?
0: Uh, the Replacements? Yeah. 1984. Full 10 years after Kiss.
1: What's well, so um, strange?
0: But I I grew to love it, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's because it's a good song, yeah. you know, yeah.
1: That's that's one thing we've fallen into a lot, and it's partly because of the albums we were we were talking about. But there's a reason why Kiss is popular. Like we may not agree with every reason, but like this album is like it really. Thinking of it as their first album and like just listening to it with that in mind really. Like made sense why, yeah. Like it really made sense why people could like, if you were 13 in 1973 when this album came out, like, you'd be all
0: over it. I'm, I mean, I know for sure like, I'm, there are several bands that that I love that are that, that are like curiosities that only ended up releasing like one or two albums. Like I know I know that for sure, if Kiss like would have like died in a plane crash or something like in 1974, oh, yeah. and this album was just out there. I know for sure that I would have found it at some point, and I would love it and like you know, talk the, the hell out of it, you know, like how, how how great it is, and how great does Peter Chris sound singing there, too, yeah. right? A nice, a nice breakup from the rest of the, uh, yeah. the the rest of the songs.
1: The one song that I and it's just like it's, it's kiss, so there's going to be lyrics that are awful. but like the second song on the album, "Nothing oh to boy. Lose." here we go. And the problem is, I like like the music of the song. I really liked, and the first time I listened, I didn't really listen to the lyrics. Yeah, so that's like, yeah. a good, that's then, a good then, idea. Then I, then I played it
0: over. I was like, "Oh, oh no!" Yeah, it doesn't. Did um, for this time that we're living in, it's uh, it's that's some t- touchy material. Yeah. <laughs> real touch and go. With uh, I do believe the lyric is uh, uh like I I, I tried it to take the back door. Yeah, there's she, another way. And she, then like, she she didn't want to do it, but then she did it. <laughs> but, <then she> <laughs> but then she did it anyway. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, and and, and they the and,
1: one the what one, one theme that's in this album that that ha, that there's the song "Kissing Time."
0: Yeah, okay. Is, now there there is there is some info I can give okay. you on "Kissing Time." It's actually the only song that wasn't originally on the album. You see, the album was was a flop when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Not unlike um, the first Aerosmith album, it wasn't until later years when fans would would go back and and find it. But Casablanca Records, the Kisses record label, um, wanted to give it another shot. So they actually got the band to go in and cover, cover Kiss in Time. It's an old 50s song. Hmm. Yeah. Um, didn't help the album. No. Um, no, it really stood out. Like, yeah. it was... It's, it's like f- fun. <laughs> it, But yeah, you, it's, it's... When when you when you find out that it's a cover from the fifties, okay, and it, then, it makes sense. And then is
1: love theme from Kiss? Is that another? No, I, no, no, that's a, that's an original. So it's an instrumental. Yeah, is it supposed to be an instrumental
0: for making love? Because <laughs> it's a minute and forty five seconds long. Oh, could that be some uh, some insight into uh, one Mister Gene Simmons? I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, this is, it's just a funny little,
1: like, and you know, the instrumental isn't bad. Like it's, they're like, on this, like, they're not, none of them are like no. sabants on their instruments, but they're very no. capable musicians on the album. Like, yeah.
0: It's, it, it's, yeah. It's really just like a nice, like interlude just to break up, uh, uh, Deuce and, and a hundred thousand years, oh. uh, speaking of Deuce. Now this song, um, the band used to um, open uh, most or I think all of their shows for their first uh, several years of existence, um, including, and this, th- this would be a fun little nugget of uh, info for you there, uh, Christopher. As I was reading up on, on this album, I, I discovered where they started their first national or international tour ever. Do you know where they started it at? The where? Jubilee... In Edmonton, Alberta. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, we're we're the Midwest of Canada. Yeah, and, we start
1: in the middle of the country. Yeah,
0: and for whatever reason, and since then, like Gene Simmons loves Edmonton. Like there are there are interviews where he talks about just. He loves Edmonton. I think at one point he was gonna have or did have like a race car here, like based out of Edmonton. I love the
1: city of champions because <laughs> yeah. I'm a champion.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna do it right now, but um, and yeah, he and he just did. Um, he just performed solo at the Edmonton Eskimo or Eskimo Expo um, a few months ago, back in September. So and... what
1: you're saying is, there's a chance we could get Gene Simmons on this show. <laughs>
0: There's a, there's a chance <laughs> if he finds out there's an Edmonton-based uh, Kiss podcast. <laughs> as long
1: as he doesn't listen to it,
0: <laughs> exactly. We'll just play him this episode, <laughs> please, Mr. Simmons. We would love to Mr. have Mr. Simmons.
1: <laughs> your self-titled d- debut album, Kiss, is a good album. It's a good. I like it. It's a good album. Um, and Gene sounds great yeah, on it. They all and he's like his voice is high. Yeah. Like I like it's yeah. a little
0: higher than gets later in life and it sounds great well he sounds nothing like like later on like i mean we did sonic boom um in our last episode which remember how i told you how how sonic boom was supposed to be a throwback to their 70s sound did sonic boom sound anything like what we were playing (laughs) like what we're talking about today not at all it's total bullshit (laughs) yeah um I guess moving on. Um, how about um, Cold Gin?
1: Um, I, I I really like this song. It didn't stand out to me yeah. as much as the, some of the other songs I talked about, but right.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like a, it's a big staple. It's it's silly though, because I'm pretty sure Gene doesn't drink, but the song was written by Ace, and Ace drinks. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. In fact, there's I first really became aware of this song. Um, back when, have you ever did you ever see the Pantera home videos? They're no. they're yeah, it sounds good. There. Um, they're pretty infamous for showing just like crazy partying and everything like that. So I, I loved watching them back in those 420 halcyon days. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there's a, there's a part on um their second home video where it, it's uh, Pantera and Skid Row playing together, and Ace comes on stage and they do cold gin together and that's how mm-hmm. i you know i just enjoy, i've always kind of enjoyed it not on like the uh the black diamond thing it's like okay i can like get into kiss well, there's if... like
1: there's like a, just a bluesy rock feeling to it mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> okay now this is a question and i i i could have looked it up but i'd much rather ask you on the
0: podcast yeah sure w- Were they wearing makeup right at the start okay okay yes and this is a, a good excuse to talk about um pre-kiss actually Mm. um so before kiss uh paul and gene were had a band called wicked lester um and i'm not going to get too much into this all this info is out there for everyone this is all just for our benefit and for the for the layman um and they were actually they were actually signed to a record deal and they actually recorded an album which was then rejected by the label because it had like it had elements of of pop and Uh, Just other genres. It was was more eclectic than than, then, like Kiss. In the seventies, like early seventies. This is this is right before this Mm. this album that we're talking about. So it was from that, when the album getting rejected that Paul and Gene they then recruited um, Peter and then eventually Ace, because they wanted to just have a more streamlined sound. You know, Mm -hmm. get rid of the eclectic, get rid of horns or whatever. Um, and decided on on kiss. So that's... there are
1: some some piano licks in this in this album,
0: though. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's that's good. I I like that. That's like mm-hmm. you know old rock and roll. You know, yeah. like there's absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's nothing it wrong and
1: it's all that. it's not it. Uh, it doesn't. It adds to it. It yeah. isn't like it isn't like a strange diversion. Yeah. when you hear it in the songs. Yeah.
0: So so um, so regarding your question about the makeup, I I'm pretty sure that they that they always had the makeup once they were Kiss, and in fact, um, when they did blow up a few years later uh, after this album was released, um, uh, Casablanca Records uh, ended up purchasing the master tapes to um, the Wicked Lester album to then bury it. Because they were afraid it would a hurt the image of Kiss, and Mm -hmm. they were also hope or uh, fearful that it would literally hurt the image of Kiss. Because at that point, Kiss had never been seen without the makeup on, and they were worried about people doing some sleuth thing. Because of course, the internet's not around back then; far Mm -hmm. less television, you know. And every time they did television appearances or on album covers, they were wearing the makeup. So, so
1: are those tapes lost to history now?
0: Three songs apparently were released. Um, on the Kiss box set, um, I listened to a clip of one, it's fine, you know, they definitely, mm-hmm. they made, they made the right choice, obviously, mm-hmm. it just kind of just sounded like a weird 70s album that would be, be like, oh, that's kind of neat and be forgotten and, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it, then, it's a, it's a footnote. And then here we are in 2018, talking about talking Kiss. Talking about Kiss, yes. Um, the novelty lives on. Um, so getting back to the album i really like um let me know i just thought this song kicked ass and i'd I'd never heard it before really like or never paid attention Uh, it's got a great coda at the end it just you know again just solid solid rock and roll you know
1: like yeah it kind of sounds oh what's that song called is it you drive me wild i'll drive you crazy (laughs) yeah which one
0: is that (laughs) That's like another like rare one, kind of like falls fall between the cracks. But yeah, God, I'm a, I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm such a sucker for that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I what an alternate reality it would have been if someone would have just gifted this album to me, you know, at yeah. some point in in my youth.
1: I I there's so much to like about this this record. Like, mm-hmm. I I can do my nitpicky things, be like, oh, those lyrics aren't very nice, but it's it's. I still when I listen to the songs, I still like them.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, and and the other big standout is a uh, hundred thousand years, and uh, Paul sounds fantastic yes, on this. Does. Like the music is is really super kick ass. Yeah, if it's, like, if it it's kept, like kept making albums like this. Well, yeah, and, and we'll find when we cover the '70s stuff. Like it's not gonna. All sound like this, but it'll be a lot closer to it than like our revenges and even our dynasties. Yeah, like yeah. this is the fall there. Like it's. Yeah, I first became aware of this um, by Buddy James. Hey, James, another shout out. He uh, he played this for me in his uh, in his car like a year ago, and I was like, "This is Kiss." <laughs> Why have you always played me the worst shit? <laughs> <laughs> which, which, but you know, that's pretty much the catalyst for us doing uh, this podcast. James will be on the show one day. Uh, he's he's being saved for a very special episode. Yeah, I, I don't know
1: how much more there is to say because I don't know how many how many ways I can say that I I genuinely like this record.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and that's why, yeah, the the '70s albums are probably going to end up being shorter episodes uh, ladies and gentlemen just because it's not really interesting to just hear us g- gush about something <laughs> being good. There's a reason why I chose not to like I could do like a like a truly like a comprehensive uh like rundown of of, of aerosmith and aerosmith's history that's not gonna be funny or, or, <laughs> or interesting like it's it's just it's not so that's why we wanted to go at another angle and something that we Never have really understood, or or even or, given a chance. Yeah, or glanced glanced from the side, or snickered at, and and because yeah, c- they
1: were too badass and scary for me, I couldn't listen to them. <laughs>
0: yes. And now I'm listening. I'm like, oh boy, I uh, I am stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, nothing to lose is a is a scary situation. But I digress. <laughs> so I guess that'll uh, that'll wrap up. I I, I believe our, uh, our our discussion t- our, our, on our discussion on kiss. kiss. Um, so. Um going through it, I think it's pretty obvious, but I'll ask you as I usually do, what's your Kiss army status after this? Uh ready to join the war or is still a draft dodger? Well, as I
1: like I mentioned before, if you were 13 yeah. when this album came out, I totally get why you would be into Kiss for your whole life. Unfortunately, I'm 32 <laughs> when I'm hearing this album for the first time. So, while I really like it, I know where the band goes. Yeah. That, and, that, and that's going to be tough. Yeah. And I I would say, I would say this album makes me like Kiss a lot more. Like this, I, I will, I'm not going to delete this album off my phone right away. Like all the other, like Dynasty, those albums are gone. I don't plan on listening to them again, but I will totally listen to this record
0: again. But you'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll end up busting out Strutter like, oh, like yeah. here and there. like. Like why not? Yeah, yeah, no. I'm,
1: I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not ready to join, join up. But I will say, I'm supporting the war
0: effort. Right. Yeah. Uh. Well, well put. And I would, I would have to say, yeah. Like I'm, I am still a draft dodger. But you know, like I'm secretly like giving a salute. You know. So. Mm -hmm. And that's that is that is more than I ever thought we'd get to. So hear hear uh, that, Gene. Come on the show. Come on the show, Gene. You love Edmonton. We love Edmonton. Um, Actually, that reminds me. I I didn't witness this uh, personally, but a friend of mine saw Kiss uh, years ago in Edmonton, and um, they were doing um, Back in the New York Groove, uh, Ace's solo song, Mm -hmm. and uh, they changed the lyrics very cleverly to, I'm back, back in the Edmonton groove. Ooh, that doesn't track very well. (laughs) um but i swear to god like every time i like i go on a trip somewhere and then i like come back and like text someone or call someone they're like hey are you home i i always say to myself back in the edmonton group (laughs) so the kiss the kiss the kiss lineage still runs deep um it anyway. goes strong. <laughs> yeah, it runs strong. Um, so, moving on from there, uh, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's time for the Chris Kiss quote. Okay. Um,
1: I, I I went to a slightly different source for this uh, this time. Um, I'll just I'll, I don't need to explain it right off the bat. I will just read it. Okay. There is one city in America that opened up your arms and opened up your legs to us is that it <laughs> this is from the rolling stones uh 20 best on, sta- on stage uh stage banters oh, go- oh, from kiss so
0: it's got to be paul
1: of course um uh. this is oh and i added it's the way they explained it afterwards is as an early outpost of the kiss army and one of the recording spots of for the career-making Alive album, Detroit played an important role in Kiss <laughs> and Stanley took a moment to acknowledge the city's um embrace of the band.
0: Oh Just, boy, <laughs> I had to add it because they added an um, and they used Kiss Well, yeah, ki- yeah, I'm pretty sure there are are um like extensive like DVD sets that are called Kiss Might be wrong about I that. I hate it. I hate that. <laughs> What what's better is is history or spelling classic with a k for like classic kiss or like any anytime they can they like change a yeah. c to a, to a k. It seems like almost a dog whistle for white supremacists. It's like that old that old uh, Simpson's bit yeah. where it's like the crusty comedy classic kkk. <laughs> That's not good. Um well um well, speaking of uh <gasps>
1: The blue skies but you know it's getting a little cool out tonight but that ain't gonna stop us because if we try hard enough we're gonna get this place i said we're
0: gonna get this place than hell. so i don't think the crowd knew what they were supposed to say <laughs> they knew that they needed to say hotter than hell um so that was kind of my um my stealth way of uh, introducing my new segment that's okay. that's going to be on the show, and that's going to be where we uh, listen to a track from the amazing seminal uh, bootleg album of of Paul Stanley's onstage banter called "People, <laughs> Let Me Get This Off My Chest." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. And so it's always the segment We're... called "Let Me Get This Off My Chest" <laughs> that's with <right>. Scott Malone. <laughs> Exactly. So I figure, you know, every week we, you know, we just, we play a track, we examine it. You know, I've always, I've always loved that the dude opened that up with, Whoa! Rat!
1: Dorado!
0: <laughs> okay. Here's a, here, here, here's a fun one. So um, I used to have a, a band. I was, I was a singer in a band. Uh, LBSC, we were called. Anyway, we were doing, um, we were doing a New Year's show years ago. And for whatever reason, I, I was I was obsessed with this uh, with this CD, this Paul Stanley thing, um, and I demanded that instead of pre-show music, don't <laughs> oh, know <laughs> so for for five whole minutes over the PA, it was Paul Stanley scr- you should tell, screaming.
1: You should tell people what type of music.
0: Oh, your band played. Yeah, we played like super fast, like like turbocharged punk rock and roll. <laughs> Nothing gets nothing gets the punks and the rockers all riled up as much like uh, Paul Stanley screaming it's if Toronto! you. <laughs> yeah. We were very much not in Toronto. <laughs> oh. it's like no like no one can possibly be enjoying this except for me.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I've got a long history with people. Let me get this off my chest. So. Uh... <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's so uh, that's going to be a new favorite segment, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my god. So we got we got the quote. We got. <laughs> let me get this off my chest. So uh, now it's time uh, to let you know uh, the next kiss my ass, Ironman. Oh um, yes. I, I was tempted to do this one last week, but I felt it was important for us to get a little bit of context, you know, just going forward. And I think it was a smart move to do. Oh yeah. Um, but this one is. Uh, it's well-regarded by the fan base. I I think they think it's one of the best, if not the best, of their 80s output. It's the album where Kiss took off the makeup. It's Ooh. a little something called Lick It Up. <laughs> <laughs> one of the... Grossest titles or an album you've ever heard. You've, I'm sure you've heard the song oh, before. Of course, Of course. Who hasn't heard it? Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that's like an 80s kiss song that's oh, actually yeah. a, a radio staple. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard it a million times. So, yes, lick it up. It's got spoiler alert. It's got one of the greatest things we will ever discuss uh, on, on the podcast. I can't wait. I'll, yeah. It's a certain video from the album. I'll let you do a little homework on it. And boy, are we going to have fun with that. So, lick it up. <laughs> that's our that's our Kiss My Assignment. Okay, so we're going to be winding up right away, but before we do that, uh, normally we like to do recommendations to, to like give something positive and not just talk shit. Uh, mm. That's kind of been inverted this week, but um, we still want to do it. We still want to keep it going, so I, I'm i just going to mention um, I mentioned it earlier in, in the show. Might as well. Probably won't get an opportunity to do it again. Go check out the album Let It Be by The Replacements. Just a awesome uh, college rock as it was called at, at the time uh it's alternative rock punk rock whatever it's it's tons of genres it's beautiful it's a mess uh it's one of my absolute favorites mm-hmm. uh go check that go check out let it be by the replacements
1: uh-huh.
0: uh chris my recommendation
1: uh as i search to find one i realize there's it's weird promoting another podcast on this podcast but i i just want to give and because i don't ever do say that i love this uh, podcast on social media or anything hollywood handbook from oh, earwolf oh my God. <laughs> is my favorite podcast in the world and i just want to just put it out there that i absolutely love it and i should show them more love yeah.
0: because yeah it's yeah it's also my favorite podcast uh just to be warned, everyone, like when you're when you're checking out Hollywood Handbook, you, you like it's it's a deep dive. Yeah. It is deep, it's it's, absurd. It's absurd. It's beyond I- ironic. It's 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 created a new level of irony. I like it's impossible to describe describe mm-hmm. to people sometimes. But
1: if uh, I, I just
0: absolutely love it. Yeah. And it's been on my mind this week because they've been killing it lately. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hollywood Handbook. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so before we get out of there, I'll just mention our uh, our social media once again. We're on Twitter at Detroit Talk City. You can also email us at Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Scatman Malone. And I am L Chris Cook. E L Chris Cook. Awesome. Anything else that you want to plug? Anything coming up for you, buddy?
1: Um, no, the, the other podcast I work on. Um, I'm a producer and like sometimes co host and engineer. Anyways, it's called uh, the What It Is podcast. Uh, it is a show, uh, it's really Edmonton focused, so it's not so much probably for a lot of our listeners. But I will just say uh, I give that a plug because we're back at it and uh, it's, it's,
0: uh, it's a fun podcast with some buddies. Great to hear and great to hear that Taylor's back on it. All right, that's going to be it for Detroit Talk City for this week. Uh, have fun out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Hey, have fun out there. Sorry, I'll see you. See
1: you next time, y'all, Detroit Talk City.
0: Yeah, and remember, it don't mean spit to us. Jesus. <laughs> That's a Fox and Crocs production.